Do you have the feeling that there's more horror on TV or more people writing horror than there used to be before? Do you think that horror is something we can all access to? Is it something that everybody understands the same way? Do you think that the Gothic has got anything to do with it? To answer these questions and a lot more, we have created, I have created together with my friend Tuche Kutlu, a video podcast uh, divided in four parts where we talk about all these questions and a lot more. In our space, Road to Self Recognition. This four part podcast, video podcast, is called The Shadowy Truth Behind Modern Horror and Gothic Trends. This is Alice, you are in Gothic Land, and if you want to know more, I you're very welcome to watch these four past series where you're gonna have also some surprises. See you there. Kutlu, how are you today? I'm fine, Alicia. How are you? We're okay. <laughs> After, we'll have to tell people that we fast <laughs> along our trying to meet because exactly. internet didn't play ball. StreamYard didn't want to play ball, yeah, even though exactly. it's an excellent platform. So mm -mm. we're here today. Welcome, everybody to Alice in Gothic Land, and once again with my friend Tuche Kutlu, The Road to Self-Recognition, and I'm really happy to have you here again because it's fantastic. I'm happy to be here, yeah, even, even though technology almost didn't let us uh, <laughs> have this conversation, uh, we're still here. Yeah, we made it, we made it. We uh, made we, it. We're going to talk about a lot of interesting things today, but first, let me introduce you properly because in the past, I wasn't very, um, how can we say that? I wasn't very professional. Just, oh, I just on. went into, this oh, no. is Duce, there we go. No, let's let's see, who is Duce? For people who who see this you. Duce, yay. Yeah. I was like, right. <laughs> 
let's yeah I'm, i want to introduce you properly because okay. um, maybe when people see this for the first time they would like to know who you are even though i know who you are okay. it's always nice to have a little bit of an introduction and you send me this lovely uh, all your curriculum to the day and i think it's amazing so let's do this properly to check you completed your graduate undergraduate education in radio television and film at Ankara University. You received another BA in international relations from Anadolu University. If I say something wrong, let me know. <laughs> no, 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 completely true. Okay, this is fantastic. She also completed her MA in film studies at University College London, the UCL, under a scholarship and wrote her dissertation on grief, which I actually love, in the 21st century horror film, supervised by Professor Susan Court at UCL. She also wrote her thesis on the 21st century Turkish cinema and power relations for a second MA at Ankara University. She's also been working as she works in I Am Not Carrie, The Rebellious Girls of Horror Cinema's New Era and The Rule of the Weird, Power relations in the films of Yorgos Latimos have been published by academic journals as well. So you have also some publications. Yeah. And she has been to numerous academic conferences presenting her work, which is amazing. That's in all the pictures that you've got out there. And almost like, yeah, look at her. She's just in her elements. And currently you're working or you're doing your PhD at Ankara University. Yes, and I am. Researching, you're a research assistant at the same university. So you like fully yeah i'm fully employed uh, employed by the university i'm uh, sometimes i assist classes and teach uh, a week or two during the term so uh, yeah i'm working at the university like full time and you've been doing this since last year yeah it's, it's my first year at the university true okay. so you've done like the whole cycle already yeah i have i have i've done a whole cycle so i'm starting the second cycle this oh term. lovely it's always yeah. nice when you finish one year and then you start again it's like you start again yeah really, yeah it's really it's place. really good and it's, it's it's exciting to start a new term and sure. to you know start fresh from you know with a new lecture uh, new lectures happening because you know it was um before it was the fall term mm -hmm. and now right. it's going to be the spring term so classes will change and it's good yeah it's good exactly. and also the students i guess the students also when you see how they're moving on and then you see new faces yeah yeah which exactly. is some some of these we're going to be addressing today because the fact of uh, the contact with the students and what we're going to be talking about is very important it's very relevant so i'm going to just present mm -hmm. um let's see if i remember just to see what we're going to be doing to introduce this first part here we go so this is you and me there <laughs> and today in this video podcast we have the shadowy truth behind modern horror and gothic trends with tuche kutlu and i'm going to be asking tuche a few questions and we're going to be addressing them in different parts so we're going to be doing different programs so maybe someone is interested in the first question some people might be interested on the second question and maybe some of you are interested in the whole thing but we're going to be doing it in different parts 
so then you can all decide the format that you want to be watching these and, and or listening in the case of people who are listening to us in the podcast so uh, the first question that i want to ask you is mm-hmm. the following the first question is if do you think there has been an increase in horror in general as in exposure in if you mm-hmm. see connected to that you see like a higher production and demand for horror on print or in platforms like netflix um yeah great questions to be honest and uh these are also the questions that i always think about and i always try to find an answer to because um you know i'm a i'm a horror scholar at at first above all else i'm a horror scholar and i love horror as a fan as well so uh, i watch like i spend like almost 80 percent of my screen time watching horror films so um this is a this is also an academic but also a personal question for me because mm. uh, there has been an increase in horror uh, in general and you can't you can't see that when you're going to cinemas and or you're opening up a platform and then you see all these horror films horror thriller uh, yep. A lot of a lot of uh, horror and thriller films are coming up uh, on these platforms and also coming out in cinemas, and this is very important that we are experiencing a kind of like a seventies kind of boom in horror, mm. and uh, you know the seventies there was just slasher kind of a period that you know that there was almost an explosive boom. Uh, in uh, horror franchises so i think it's happening again and mm. we can see this by say, seeing that uh, that a lot of old franchises are coming back as well like chucky there's oh, a right. there's a new tv show there's a new tv show and um i heard recently that uh, friday the 13th is making a reboot so uh and there's scream scream 6 is coming uh this year so a lot of uh, a lot of new films are coming and there of course we had halloween the original halloween sure. by john carpenter and it came back uh, in the recent years so i think also this old franchises are coming back but also there are new work new original work coming from hmm. platforms and also uh, horror horror uh, production companies such as Bloomhouse. Sure. It's very important. Bloomhouse is very important for the uh, entire horror uh, kind of um, horror vibe that we are getting right now. Bloomhouse is important. Shudder as a streaming service is very important. Uh, it is bringing like really good uh, original works to the screen. So um, there has been an increase in horror in general, but I, uh, I'm trying to find a reason for it. Like, why is it happening right now? Like, why are people more in tune with horror than any other genre out there? Because it's really important that mm-hmm. we can see, for example, uh, TVS trilogy. Uh, the last one hasn't come out yet, but we watched X 
X and we watched Pearl and the other one is called Maxine, but it hasn't come out yet. But uh, we heard that people like Martin Scorsese are talking about Pearl, a horror mm. film, a small mm. horror film. And it's really important that these big names are talking about horror and how, how beautiful some of the work they are doing. Um, so there is a higher production because of companies like Bloomhouse and New Line and new Monkey Paw from Jordan Peele, for example. A lot of uh, horror-focused uh, production companies are coming out uh, and coming, stepping up into the light. So uh, there is a, also a demand in print horror as well uh so people are trying to read more about horror novels like i see a lot of people sharing on um social platforms about you know the horror novel that they read uh the last so a lot of people are there's there's talk like a lot of people mm. are talking about horror more and more they're watching horror more and more and because of that there is a demand for more horror to be produced and uh, I think it's beautiful because uh, otherwise it's just going to be the same movies and over and over again. So yeah. no one's going to do, no one's going to make something original, something new. And horror fans, although they are very, very loyal, they are also very open and experimental towards new work, like new kinds of original kind of works. And uh, one of the finest examples of that in the uh, recent weeks was Skinner Maring, a, a small, 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 small production of horror, experimental horror. Mm -hmm. And um, Skinner Maring was really an interesting film. Like it was, it is not easy to watch, but uh, it is, rewarding to watch like it's something new something like this you've never seen before so um and also i i have to say kudos to the director kyle edward ball uh who is a queer filmmaker and the film is more and more you know meaningful because of that mm -hmm. so uh i think we are seeing new faces in horror you know new directors new screenwriters and new names on the game. So um, it's, it's really mind-blowing that we are having this kind of golden age of horror everywhere we see, like in prints, in, on platforms, and in cinemas. We are seeing the rise of, for example, Megan. Megan has become a horror icon in like mm. a few weeks. Uh, right. So it's... it's it, it's not that it's not that easy to become an icon uh, in quite a quite a short while. So uh, that goes along to show that people are hungry for like really quality horror films. They are waiting for it. They are asking for it, and they are going to watch it. And the box office numbers are showing that to us. Megan, like Megan, did swimmingly in uh, in box office, and a, a lot of other horror films, such as you know, 
uh, Terrifier 2 made uh, made a big splash in the box office in the United States. So mm-hmm. um, yeah, we are seeing a boom, and it's really good to see for especially for a horror scholar. Yeah, for sure. And I think, uh, do you think that um, you know you're talking about and I'm and, and I'm thinking of the times we're living, and do you think the pandemic, on the one hand, has caused this need for this horror to escape the most horrific uh, horrific reality that we we went through, also at psychological level, and also that together on the second place on the second hand the the fact that we so communicated that things productions now get seen because of people talking to other people so do you think that that adds to to the the this question to answering this question that yes there is an increase mm-hmm. and probably is, is to do with the historical moment that we live in and the technological yeah. time we're living in yeah of course of course it is um maybe i said it before uh, on early videos but horror is one of the genres that uh not one of the genres is actually the genre that always keeps up with the zeitgeist it's never out of date it's always always in line with the times and horror never you know never never uh lets itself be outdated so we are seeing here that I think it was, I can't remember who was it, maybe it was Matthias Klassen, the horror scholar, mm. but someone someone said about COVID that um, people who watch horror are more better equipped to uh, deal with the crisis uh, of COVID because yeah. they know the end of the world. They are always thinking about the end of the world. They're always thinking about yeah. the worst case scenario and they so they're ready they're ready to take on whatever comes their way so uh as horror fans uh we are living in unprecedented times i mean uh COVID is going on there there are other uh viruses going on yeah. in the world yeah. we are still not completely out in the open and uh so we are anxious you know as a yeah. as a community as a whole of the world we are anxious we, we are nervous we are going through difficult times yeah. economically and uh co- uh, health related like a lot of a lot of factors are coming and culturally as well because yeah. our culture culture has altered during covid and uh so we are living in these difficult times and there is just there's just this genre that uh helps us deal with it in a healthy way like Mm -hmm. from afar and it's horror it's always horror the answer is always horror Uh, it always helps us deal with stuff and be it you know death be it grief be it trauma anything horror can help uh we've seen this i think in the last years and i think we're still seeing this because i watched uh quite a few films that take place in isolation in the mm-hmm. up in, uh, in the past year or so like knock at the cabin and Margot. there was the rental and fresh a wounded phone a lot of 
horror movies like i can actually name like 10 wow they they're they're all shots in isolation and they're about people uh, who are just spiraling out of control they are all after COVID. So um, I think we are trying to, what we are trying to do is trying to come to terms mm-hmm. with what, what's happened to us as a society. So yeah. horror is the best way to do that. Yeah. So people may argue, though, that it, it's, life is scary enough. Why would anybody want to watch horror? Because huh? that's the kind of thing I keep reading. Life, you know, when- is, <laughs> life is scarier. <laughs> Sure, and and then we look at, <clears throat> excuse me, that we see also we not mention the fact that the, not just the war that we all know about nowadays, because mm-hmm. war has always been there. There, there's been countries that they've been at war for as long as we remember, and and yet we still make films or productions based on the horrors of war. Yeah. And is there like a difference, you know? do you see in these productions also is there more like a psychological concern from from the individual point of view or do you think it's more to do with also the collective horror Mm. as in the physical i mean they they are connected obviously because when you get hurt and wounded physically you you suffer psychologically Mm. but these productions do you think that since you've been watching so much uh is there a tendency towards more a psychological from the individual or more from a collective war context, if you like? Yeah, I think I think it's more collective. I, the, the examples that I watched were about this group of friends. It's always not mm. just one person. At least mm. two are mm. stuck in isolation. And generally it's more it's like five or six friends going to a cabin in the woods and you know everything goes to you know uh, shit basically so (laughs) these all these films uh are about how collectively we are losing it (laughs) we are losing our grip on reality and that reality is just escaping from us so uh, I think th- these films are <laughs> trying to tell us that as a society, we lost a lot of things, but mm-hmm. we somehow might get it back if we fight enough, uh, fight hard enough for it. Um, so I think the, the re- lesson behind this is that uh, we are trying to uh, kind of go back to w- how we were before, but it also these films also show us that it's not possible because we've yeah. changed we've changed sure. and everything has changed and we can't go back because we are not the same people that that were like four years ago we are not the same sure. people we are not the same culture so uh yes yeah, it's, it's great to see that in horror films you know because you won't expect you know you will you would expect to see it in a drama you would expect to see it in a comedy but you don't expect to see this kind of harsh truths in horror, but we do sure. see them, and it's. I think it's beautiful to see it. Mm, I think everybody. New era. Yeah, sure, and I think maybe we some of us with with everything that's been going on in our lives, I, and that's on our personally, we felt like we were stuck in time, 
Mm-hmm. And now we're starting to go out again and you realize that we have all changed and that things have happened and that what we left behind is not anymore what we, that memory that we have of that is exactly what you're saying that maybe all these people that were saying after the pandemic, we want to go back to what we had, it's impossible. It's actually what you see that, that this impossibility of going back to what we were is never going to happen. But it, it didn't happen anyway, but we were not aware of it. You know, I used to work with a scientist and he always said that we are never the same person from one minute to the next because our cells are always different. And that creeped me out at the time, you know, took about like maybe uh, 15 years ago. And, <laughs> and that still relates. It's just that before we were not aware and mm-hmm. now we are more aware of this. So then that will explain this this higher production and also demand. Exactly. And also but there is there has always been demand for horror. Mm. Like this is this is of course maybe it's more now, but it is uh, no surprise there has always been demand because as I said before, horror fans are a loyal fan base, like the yeah. most loyal out of all the genres uh it's the horror people horror people always watch horror even if it's trash we don't care we will watch it (laughs) to our (laughs) grace like it doesn't matter (laughs) and yeah it's it's just uh some sometimes my friends ask me like uh do you even watch like all horror like aren't you like uh tired of it like aren't you tired of watching those and I'm like, no, I like even the bad <laughs> horror because I then laugh. Like it's comedy for me. I just laugh. Yeah. And yeah, yeah. I, I just relax watching that. So I feel like relax watching horror films. <laughs> yeah. Yes, man. I mean, if you're a horror per- person, you will understand. Like yeah. horror, actually, good horror or bad horror as well because it makes mm. you laugh and it relaxes yeah. you but yeah. good horror relaxes you because you you are basically living this dangerous situation sure through uh you know safe distance and that's, that's uh and you also live something called uh live something called catalyst and so you basically um finally finally and basically and finally you uh kind of live through this experience and kind of feel like you're you've survived somehow sure, sure. and yeah so it's important um yeah. as a genre and important for the difficult times that we are living through yeah 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 i've read that too that your brain goes into um these uh, mode of rehearsal and and you put yourself in the shoes <laughs> this is the funny part because some people might identify with the person running away from from the the monster or the killer but some people might actually identify with the assassin and then maybe you have a problem but it tells you a lot about yourself doesn't it it tells you about also who we are as people and it, it makes mm-hmm. us face our shadow self you know talking in union terms that i'm such a fan of uh, yeah. we just have to face things that when we get to them in reality that's why we are ready for them so yeah definitely i think we've answered 
you've answered these two questions uh, fantastically. And I think um, we can move to the next part, which is just going to be a very short reading, then we'll move to the next part. So if you've liked these people, follow to chat. Uh, Twitter and Instagram. If you are somewhere else, we can put it in the description of the video later. Oh, yeah, just, okay. just, just those two. <laughs> just those two. So this is where you can also contact her. And also, um, you have to, well, you have to, you, you can support us. Please support us. <laughs> this is our coffee page. It goes through me, but it will go to, <laughs> it will go to Tuche, um, Alice in Gothic Land 1402 in coffee. And also we wanted to say, um, we're making this very short this time, um, just because we want just to give a, a brief idea, but we are thinking of, for those who are interested, we are thinking of doing um, what I'm going to share in a minute, which is, let me see, I'm a little bit clumsy with this part. Good job that we have someone editing. <laughs> we have <laughs> a seminar coming soon. This is going to be in the summer. We've called this the shadowy truth behind modern horror and gothic trends because we think that there's so much we can talk about and if you have seen some of our videos in the past we can go so much in detail so we're inviting everybody and anybody who's interested in coming here and we will leave the link down in the video and then you can just meet your horror mentors more in depth <laughs> and join the waiting list so happy yeah we are happy, happy people you can be yeah, happy more, yes. of course yeah it, of course. it doesn't it doesn't mean that we always have to be dark and brooding no but that's no. the other thing isn't it is is a lot of times people think that horror is this kind of we're all crazy and you know <laughs> and it doesn't it doesn't have to be so oh, yeah yeah so this is the end of the first part and we're gonna move on to the part two in a moment so thank you very much for this first part and I'll see you again in a moment. <laughs>